you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to How to Survive, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you, like shingles or grenades or... DIY parachutes. And the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like P.F. Chang sauce, <laughs> post-show crash, Oof. and unfortunate birthdays. Yes. And you know what won't kill you? Our theme song? It won't make you dead. Yay! <laughs> Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do We're back. We're in studio. Oh, my God. I miss the audience already. I know. The live audience. We're coming off the high of our live show. Post-show glow. So much fun. Man, people laughing. What's that like? Clapping. That felt good. The exciting thing, of course, is that the video will be of the show, the live show, is available for Patreon Patrons of Patreon. Patrons of Patreon. <laughs> and will soon be available, hopefully actually by the time this drops, for everyone. For purchase. Yes. For everyone else. The low, low price. Of $5. Yeah. $5? You can't even get a coffee for $5. No, actually you cannot. Where can you get that? Maybe it, maybe it, is it Nick called Dunkin' now? Yeah, Dunkin'. <laughs> Dunkin'. Yeah. But I bet the one Ben Affleck gets is more. You think he... Get something special, fancy. What, what do you guys think? Or do you is think he, they just charge more? Because they're like, let let the guy, this guy. That guy can afford it. Do you think he gets a large black coffee? Mm-hmm. Is he that kind of guy? Or do you think he gets like a latte? Well, I've seen him. I'm trying to think because I know I've seen him with iced coffee. So I'm trying to remember if it was black or milky looking. Mm. I can't remember. Oh, that's, that milky description. Sorry. Is... Milky is a bad word. It's a really bad <laughs> word. Even for like a woman's complexion, it's disgusting. It's gross. Yeah, milky. That's how I describe my voice sometimes. Milky? The milky voice of Karen. <laughs> you describe your own voice uh, yes. as the milky voice it's of like Karen? clogged yeah. up and yeah. full of yes. mucus. Um, Seems like it, yeah. Well, I, speaking... Sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say... 
one time, this was maybe 15 years ago, so let's keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. I was very close to Ben Affleck. Okay. As close as you and I are. Wow. He was really handsome. Did you he feel the handsome. heat off that tattoo? I don't find it. Like, when I see him in right. movies or whatever, I don't think, like, ooh, look at that guy. Right. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't think I'd... I just think I'd think he was a regular guy if I saw him, like, at a sporting right. event. I wouldn't look at him twice. A sporting event. I don't go to sporting like, events. Like but, chariots racing or, <laughs> you know, Greco-Roman oh, oh, wrestling. Yeah, I met, I met Medieval Times. Yeah. I look across... And then you see... I see a man... With a metal bowl and he's drinking yeah. the the broth out of it. It's mead, <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's in a Duncan cup. It's in a, it's in a bowl, but it says Duncan on it. Yes, I would not think twice. I would but, not look twice. Right, but he's one of those. Yeah, he's one no, of those I, kind of celebrities. Like, I could see that. like many of them where you go, oh, oh now oh, I get it. You're right. more stunning. Right, you're actually stunning in person. I I get that because he's sort of like frat guy. Like yeah. Like, okay, he's handsome, but I can understand in, in person, person, you'd be like, whoa. You go, holy cow, you yes. do you do glow yeah, above and beyond. Right. He always seems so angry in per like when you see him just Because he hasn't had his coffee. Shots. That's true. And, <laughs> he, hasn't and he, he hasn't had all his cigarettes and coffee. <laughs> um well they that I mean they they photograph him constantly. So That's, it's like yeah. you're gonna get some. They, they also want to get those pictures yeah. out of him, right? Like if I think you just saw me resting, you'd think I was angry. Oh, people <laughs> in my house every five seconds are like, What's wrong? And same. I'm like, This is just what my face looks like. Guys, why aren't you used to it yet? Yeah, I know, same. What's wrong, Mom? I died nothing. My just, face is my face is in a permanent scowl. It's like, settled I don't know to tell you. It's, like this. It's settled. It's gonna get worse. <laughs> yeah. This I is the best guys, it's ever gonna look. That's what I get at when I go to parties. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. I'm just enjoying the party. This is me enjoying things. Yes. Oh my God. Well, anyway, speaking of Garen and his milky voice, I felt sort of bad that we didn't include you more in the live show. We I know. It was so I felt like you should have been more a part of it. And it, next... it was incredible. It All was, right. Next for show? For me, it was perfect. We're going to have a bigger was, stage. Yeah. Well. Or we'll just include him we, we just there were a lot of parts moving it, that yes. we you know it was our first time and yeah and we were like trying to keep to a schedule and all that sort mm -hmm. of thing but next time we'll it never even crossed my okay. mind now it I will was, it was just pride and i was proud to see you guys doing that and doing so that's so was, sweet thank you very cool but the people clamor for squirrel so yes they, do, they, they i think 75 percent of them are coming for they squirrel probably for, they're for <laughs> and squirrel. they're like yeah well we got shortchanged on that yeah. i guess we'll just take a picture of these two yahoos two broads <laughs> Um, but we had people uh, coming from, we had people come from Arizona. Austin? Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Austin. We didn't now they're not going to listen. No, Austin. We had uh, some come from Seattle. And we got to meet oh, a lot of you guys. Yeah. And that was really, really exciting for us. Beautiful, good looking people. Yes. I'm happy about how beautiful our fans are. Yes. They're nothing if not Not beautiful. an ugly in the bunch. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Peggy Blaze was there. Who's Peggy Blaze? One of our listeners. Oh, okay. I think we we really liked her name because it was like somebody yeah. who would report on the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She'd be in a helicopter like, Peggy Blaze, coming in with the yes. traffic. A man introduced my, himself to me, Matt. I'm going to forget his last name at this point. But I said, oh, that's such a cool last name. And he said, yeah, you've said that twice on the show. He didn't say it rudely. But like, yes. you've read his name before and I, I say that every time. So Yeah, he was cool. You know who you remind me of? He reminded me of... Tyne Daly's brother. Oh, Tim Daly. That's who I always refer to Tim Daly as, is Tyne Daly's brother. Oh, okay. Of Wings fame. 
So we had a great show. Yeah, it was fun. It super was fun. fun. And uh, next time it's going to be even better. Yeah. My son got to see me be funny on stage. I think he was kind of taken aback. He was like, oh, my mom's funny. Yeah, he was like... I thought it was my dad. And then, of course, he kept saying, oh, no, mom, I mean, I think you're funny. I just never... I'm like, I get it. Honey. He's never saw me as a you know performer yes. type person. He's like, I just see you as mom. Right. That's well, okay. No, right. He sees me as funny mom, but not, you know, professional funny. Not to the world. He's like, you're right. funny to me, just right. me. Right, 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 right. And your dad? My dad was there. He knows yep. the... The, the the difference between us now. Yeah, I figured it out. Well, okay. I had to just color my hair so different from yours <laughs> so that finally he could differentiate between the two of us. Yeah, he's not that far gone. It was just it's no. Just I, I didn't I didn't mean it in a way that he was far no, gone. I know it's more of a dad joke. Yes, it is totally a dad joke. All right. Well, what, how was the rest <laughs> of your weekend? Oh well, do you want to hear about Sven and I's romantic outing? Yes, we went together to get. Our shingles. Yay. Oh, oh that's and right. Blue shots. That was. Wait, you did it at the same time? Yeah. That was maybe not the best planning. I would have spread out. I think it to was. To deal with children. I think it was because just, okay. you know, we can get it out of the way and hunker down okay. together. Um, here's something weird that happened when we were at the Rite Aid. Sorry, Rite Aid. I'm going to call you out. We were, you know, you have to submit. Like you fill out a paper and then they ask for your insurance. Even though it's uh-huh. free, they still want to. I think it's free because you have insurance. Or it's free anyway, but they right. still want to submit it through insurance. Maybe right. they get some kind of reimbursement. So Sven's goes through. Everything's fine. And then she says, there's a problem with yours. Uh-oh. And I'm like, what's going on? The birthdays don't match. And I'm like, what do you mean the birthdays don't match? Like, what? She says, it's different, different date. And I'm like, okay. Well, I wouldn't wa- I wouldn't lie about my birthday right. for a shingles vaccine. <laughs> right. Like what's the motivation? Well, like, if you are under 50 yeah. and really really want a shingles vaccine. I really want it. I can't wait. The it's... only time you're going to lie to be older. Yeah. And so she's like giving me the suspicious look. Uh-huh. Like she doesn't believe me. And then she says like, "Oh, I need to see your insurance card." And then she says, "Why don't you call, you know, you call them?" So I'm on the phone with the insurance what? company. I have Wait, to Wait, what is she saying? The num- the the date you gave is different. She won't tell me. Oh. Here's okay. the thing that's weird. She also won't tell me specifically what what's going on. Okay. So because she's suspicious of me. Got it. And I don't know why. Right. So I call insurance and I say something is wrong with my birth date not matching in their system. I'm not sure. And she says, "Oh, yeah, everything's fine here. You know, everything matches." Yeah. And it looks like with our um, prescriptions at Rite Aid, it's all matching, too. So Sven walks over and he says, yeah, they say it all matches and everything's fine. And and she says, "Okay, let me let me talk to this woman. Right. So we put her on speakerphone because she can't like talk on Sven. It's like against the rules for her. So we put it on speaker. So (laughs) we're standing there and she says, "Okay, yes. All right. Well, on this paper, it says uh, March 13, not March 12th. On what paper? And I'm like, on what paper? Because now I'm like standing yeah. there on the paper you filled out. Oh, so she thinks you're, th- you're and I go three. Your two looks like a three. I go, can I let me see it? I go that I filled out. Yes. <laughs> and I said it's just, a, and I realized this is something I filled out at home because I'd made an appointment. I go, I just made a typo. I was oh. doing it on my phone. I probably didn't have my readers on. Oh, okay. Which is gotcha. funny because I'm old. And then she just gives me like this dagger look, you know, like 
she's so mad at me for wasting so much time. And I'm like, you're the one you could have just we could have gotten this out of the way. Like in the very beginning, if you just would have said your dates are off by one day. Right. Why are your dates wrong? In my head, I'm like, does she think this is some Tinker Tailor soldier spy situation in which at least the first two, at least Tinker and Taylor. Right. (laughs) Well, because you're tinkering with your. Like, I'm trying, like, who's going into Rite Aid and like, hey, guys. Not to get drugs, to get a vaccine shot. I figured it out. If you make yourself one day younger, yeah, you can get so much free shit from Rite Aid. Right. All the free vaccines you want. RSV, (laughs) whooping cough, (laughs) polio, (laughs) HPV, all of it, it's free. If you just lie by one day. One day, man. So, okay. So I was like, oh, it's just, I just put the wrong number in. I couldn't see what I was doing. Everything has to be such a fucking hassle. So it was like 45 minutes of time. Well, I bet, I mean, when you said, and then you called your insurance, I I was like, oh, Oh, that had to take a while. You're just like on hold forever, sitting in a plastic chair at Rite Aid. All the other things we, like. Also, both of our kids are off doing something. Right. This is what we, we had all this free, like we could have been, I don't know, doing anything else. Right. But this is what you're dealing with. So. So how, how did the shots affect you guys? Guess what? What? I was pretty much fine. Really? Except I feel like I have shingles in my arm. Like you can't touch. It's sore. You can't even touch the skin. It's so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sven, deathly sick. Yeah. Like. 102 fever. Uh, oh. Sweating Jesus. buckets. Oh. Like in bed, just a mess. And then I said, Yeah, it's, he was like, I can't believe this. I can't believe I'm the one that got sick. Yeah. And I said, Yeah, you know, Danielle had it really hard. And he goes, Why didn't you tell me? Oh, wait, he didn't know that you could have a bad reaction from the shot? I mean, I would think in general he would know you could have a bad reaction from any kind of yeah. vaccine. But I said, so if I would have told you Danielle had, you wouldn't have gotten it? Right. I go, you would still have gotten it. You would have just thought I it would happen to me. What did you do, Garen? I watched 18 episodes of Rhoda. Okay, so... No I've, wonder you don't I've, have time for Apple TV. All right, so I've got you into my web. We can yeah. now discuss. The first 18? Yes. You yeah. watched 18 episodes? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm obsessed. Okay, so... I guess when you get further on, we'll talk about how I'm having a mental breakdown over the show. But um, well, I know because of between you and Jimmy, what's coming. Yeah, I, I apologize I'm for spoiling. Already, like, yeah. no, what? This cannot be happening. <laughs> okay, so what happens is the two main characters are married and they eventually get divorced, which we know because it was famous, but also because it's referenced on Mary Tyler Moore. So, oh, so you already knew because you watched, oh, you didn't watch Mary Tyler Moore. Rhoda, no, I did watch. Rhoda is post yeah. or pre Mary Tyler it's, Moore? It's continue. It's at the same time. Got it. It was a spin-off? She was a spinoff, yeah. Okay. When the, the wedding episode, which is phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it, I didn't realize when I was watching it that it was concurrent, like they were on at the same time yeah. that, episode, that season. Oh, okay. So when they all came back, I was like, oh my God, it's a reunion. Yeah, I know. We got, <laughs> we got so giddy. Excited. We got completely giddy. It was so fun. And then when What's Her Name showed up, I cannot remember her name. She's Phyllis. like my favorite character. Not Phyllis. Uh, Ted's uh, girlfriend. Oh, Georgette. Georgette. I love her so much. Yeah. And when she showed up, I literally was like, ah, that's Georgette. I know. It gets it's, really exciting. It's so, and Phyllis was so freaking funny. So I'm watching, okay, so I know, anyway, so the characters end up getting divorced. So as... As we're watching the show, as we're watching Rhoda, yes. before this all happens, I'm like, 
I'm getting like really tense. I'm like, oh my God, please give Joe more lines. Please give him a bigger part. Because my in my head, I was like, oh, the actor must have wanted off the show. I haven't figured out why yet. They, I don't want to know until I'm done why they did this to the, to the characters. Okay. But in my head, it was... Because they kept seeming to write him like less and less in the show. And I was like, oh, he probably wanted to leave. And that's... So I, in my head, I'm going like, please, please make him part of the storyline. As if that was somehow going to change the course of a show where all the actors are basically dead at this point. Not Julie Kavner, but anyway. She's so good, too. She's really good. She's so good. You're going to make me watch mom, this show, aren't it's you? So it's so good. Her mom is, a, is probably one of the worst villains on TV. Her mom? Her mom, yes. She's so... I mean, she's great, but she's also like giving her that cruise honeymoon gift, and it's like oh, a yeah. singles cruise for Nan- old people. Nancy Walker. Do I have to go watch all of Mary Tyler Moore? No. I don't Rhoda. think so. I don't think to so. To love it. I mean, you should. It's, no, I mean, I've, of course I've seen Mary Tyler Moore episodes, but I, I've never watched it like from beginning well, to a, end. Well, A, you should because it's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. They're both fantastic. They're in, just in different ways. Rhoda fills you in on her life at the beginning of every yeah. single episode. Well, they eventually <laughs> drop that, but yeah, there's okay. an, an annoying, but also um, the first couple of episodes of Rhoda aren't that strong, so just give it like a second and then it okay. settles in. okay. I, I can maybe get Alex on board with this. That's yes. like 20 minutes. It's like 22 Once, minutes episode. She's very, as you know, I already mentioned, my kids are very into only murders in the building right now. Right. So we're in that phase. Yeah. And then. Yeah, she might. I think she would like Rhoda. Okay. Yeah. It's timeless. It's everything's yeah. still funny. Yeah. You know, I mean, there it's... are certain things that like, as a person in this in this decade, you're like, wait, what? But but mostly not. But that's also interesting as a time capsule, probably. Yeah. Certain things. Just certain things that happen in, like, in relationships that you're like, wait, what? Carlton the doorman. Yeah. He's so funny. Any- okay. Anyway, we should probably get into her yeah, topic. So, guess what I'm going to talk about today? Hijacking? Bing, bing, bing. Yes. <laughs> what if I was like, how to survive how hot Idris Elba is? Oh, we should have had Mark Wahlberg on. Idris. Okay, someone, okay, someone referenced... That on Twitter, I didn't know what what is the connection. Yeah, what is- he says if he was on Flight ninety three, oh yeah, it wouldn't have happened. He has said this before <laughs> yes. publicly. He Wasn't was supposed he to be supposed on to it be or, or something. something. And he's like, well, if I would have been there, oh, you better believe. Okay, because oh. you played. Because okay. you played like an action character, like because <laughs> you did it in a movie once, like because he's because he's a strong, you know, he's tough shit from Boston. Okay. I mean, he I mean, did like blind a man. So, you know, maybe he blinded a man. Yeah. With his fists. Yeah. Okay. But that's not the same. I'm sorry. No, but he's that's okay. Now, now my friend's tweet is, I mean, I, I figured out the context of the tweet anyway, but I didn't know. I couldn't remember. I didn't remember that he'd actually said that. What a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Intolerable. Yeah. All right. So excited to talk about this. Yes. I found out. A lot of interesting things I didn't know, guys. Okay. I'm going to give you a brief history of hijackings. I think I'm going to tell you some stuff you didn't know. We're going to have some fun along the way. Great. All right. This is going to be some pre-9-11 stuff because there's a big difference between hijackings before 9-11 and then after. Okay. Gotcha. Before 9-11, hijackings were generally driven, driven by people who wanted to get money. Okay. Or they wanted to divert planes to places like that the planes weren't supposed to go. Okay? 
So mm-hmm. they usually ended with inconvenience, but not a lot of people dying. Okay. So between 1968 and 1972, more than 130 American airplanes were hijacked. What? Yeah. That's oh my God. 68 and 72. <gasps> 130 airplanes. That's a lot. Sometimes there were more than one hijacking on the same day. Okay. This is an, this is really interesting. Okay. So there's a book from 2013 called The Skies Belong to Us, written by Brendan I. Corner. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. It might be Corner. So he dubbed this period the golden age of hijacking. <laughs> okay. So the period of 1961 to 1969, a lot of people just wanted to go to Cuba. Okay. So this is right after the Cuban Revolution. Yeah. And it's a lot of people who were just originally from Cuba. Oh, going, okay. Yeah, taking me back to Cuba. Okay. And also people who were like, oh, Cuba, it's a socialist paradise. It's right off the coast of Florida. I heard about those cigars. Right. You know, I better hijack a plane. I want a mojito. How hard can it be? Um, there's a really interesting article in Vox that I read about in which this author is having an interview with a Vox writer. And he's talking about how he sort of compares this time of this golden age of hijacking almost to like how mass shootings work today in which, Mm. you know, somebody hijacks a plane, realize other people see it, realize, oh, look how much attention that person gets. Uh I could do that, but better and get a bunch of attention, too. And it was a way for people who felt disenfranchised, particularly after the Vietnam War, you know, people who are sort of feeling angry Mm -hmm. about the world Thinking there was going to be, you know, like the sexual revolution happened, Vietnam, but like the world didn't sort of turn out how they thought it would. Uh-huh. And going, this is a way I can unleash my frustra- frustration. So it, it's a really interesting um, article. All right. Then in 1969, a Marine named Rafael Minicello was like, oh, I don't want to go to Cuba. Mm-hmm. Take me to Rome. Okay. So suddenly people are like. Oh, we can t- we can hijack these planes. It doesn't have to just be Cuba. Right. We go anywhere. So now hijackers are hijacking planes all over the world and they're starting to ask for like exorbitant sums of money, gold bars. Uh-huh. Uh, and the airline's policy is total compliance. Yeah. Because what they want, they're making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's again, like this is a time when even if you sat in coach, you're getting steaks and champagne. Damn. The good old days. The good old days. Like, we can't even get a bag of pretzels. You know what? I might I might trade my hijack-free guarantee for a free glass of champagne every once in and a while. And, yeah, you're going to go to Cuba maybe for a night. I mean, I kind of always wanted to go to Cuba. Why not? Now, maybe you're getting to this, but do they ever get away? Do any of these people, does it ever work? Yes. Oh, okay. It does. Okay. So the policy is total compliance. Just give them what they want. Got it. Because they don't want to. Ins- they actually don't want to put in security measures because it's going to slow down everyone at the airport, and the- and they want to keep those. They want to keep those uh, customers because otherwise, those customers are going to take the bus and- or drive, and they don't want to lose flyers. So they're like, we don't want to instill any security. So You're they're, kidding. They're fighting putting in any security measures in place. Okay. So, you think they might lose some customers because the planes keep getting hijacked. But it's in, at this point, nobody's dying. Got it. So nobody feels any sense of danger, really. They're just like, they're not even worried. Like, people get hijacked and the people on the plane are like, eh, I guess we're going to Cuba. Like, they're not. It's Again, nobody's getting killed. 
But they're doing it. I'm assuming with a weapon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're 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 using a, the, a threat. They have a weapon, and you can just walk through an airport with a weapon because there's no security. Amazing. You can take anything. Right. So, even even suntan lotion. You oh, it's a better you time. You can take a full <laughs> twenty ounce bottle of suntan. You're lotion. taking you're taking the big <laughs> jug of super goop, and you yeah. paid full price for it. Yeah. It wasn't until 1972, and this is south, south not southwest. It wasn't until 1972, Southern Airlines Flight 49. This was a commuter airplane. A, a compute. Gosh, I cannot. <laughs> guys. Blah, blah, blah. This was a commuter airplane in which three men threatened to crash into the atomic reactor. Holy shit. Yeah. At Oak Ridge National Laboratory in Tennessee that they were like, um, you know, maybe <laughs> we should start actually taking some measures for security. Okay. So then in early 1973, the FAA instituted universal physical screening of passengers and everyone had to pass through metal detectors and have their bags searched. You say 1973? 1973. Okay. It's still like way less than we have. I mean, sure. it's still pretty chill because right. there's still going to be some hijackings, okay? Since the terrorist attacks of September 2001, hijackings are pretty rare um, because of they, they reinforce the cockpit doors now mm. and they have, you know, you've been through an airport, you know what the security's right. like. Right. Shoes. Um, it makes traveling pretty hellish for all of us, yeah. but hopefully keeps the planes safe yeah there have been about 50 hijackings since 9-11 seriously according to the aviation safety network but none of them were in the u.s so 50 total since 2001 what are the odds of your plane getting hijacked good question all right well i'm gonna answer it for you all right okay it looks like it's about 10 million four hundred and eight thousand nine no that's 10 10 billion four hundred eight million nine hundred forty seven thousand to one okay so So not very good no so then why can't i bring a whole goddamn sunblock on i guess for that reason because they don't want it to go up right i'm 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 part i'm helping you are helping i'm helping you know i do think some of it is silly the shoe thing is for sure silly. Yes. Well, maybe the shoe thing isn't silly, but the liquid thing seems a little silly. I guess unless they think you're going to be able to keep some kind of, you're going to take out the sunblock and put in poison. Well, yeah, well, but can't you do that in something less than three ounces? But how much damage can you do in a, in three ounces? I mean, I would think a lot. But the shoe thing was a direct result of that shoe bomber that guy. One so guy, I get, yeah. I get that. But what was the liquid thing in direct result from? Do we know? I don't. Okay. My guess was just what I just said. Right. That's my best guess. Okay. That you would put some kind of chemical agent. Right. Okay. And they figure, well, it, you can't put that much of a chemical agent under three ounces. I mean, look, better to deal with this than be hijacked. So Yeah. I mean, this is the price we pay for fucking terrorists. Right. All right. So, Danielle. Yeah. You're 30,000, 36,000 feet up in the air. Okay. You're watching 17 again. The Zach Efron. I am? Yeah. Who's the dad in that one? Is it Matthew Perry? It's Matthew Perry, yeah. yeah. It is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this one of those father-son swap? Yes. Like father, like the Judge Reinhold. Yes, uh, yes. That's uh, what you're watching. Fred Savage. Yeah. It's like one of those. But it's Zach Efron, Matthew Perry. You're in it for Zach Efron. He has charisma to spare. Okay. So did Matthew Perry. Until a certain point. Then yeah. he ran out. I don't know if he does in this or not. I only, I only remember Zac Efron. 
okay, seven. I'm watching Seventeen yep. again. You're like, I know again. I'm not, I know I'm not supposed to be attracted to Zac Efron. Sure, but I can't. But help he is it. over eighteen. He's over eighteen. It's legal. Right. The man across the aisle from you, who earlier was clipping his toenails, is now screaming. Okay. Two armed men have taken control of the plane. <gasps> you want to scream like the baby man, but you know it's crucial to remain calm. Yes. Should you fight back or lay low? What are the chances of your plane getting hijacked? We already know that. Sorry, I'm saying it again. Well, pretty oh. good for these guys. All right. If we know it's 10 billion something or other, but if it does, if this scenario is happening to you, Daniel, yeah. I'm going to give you these tips okay. to survive. And you too, Garen. Mm. Maybe you're the baby man screaming. Probably. Yeah. That's Mark Wahlberg. Are- you're, you're, you're Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that plane of getting hijacked would be on board. <laughs> because you would just cry and scream so much they'd yeah, be like, would, okay, like, enough. Jesus it. Christ. You're a grown man. Shut up. <laughs> we couldn't handle that guy's crying so we just landed the plane. Step one, don't be a hero. Yeah, Mark. The whole situation is stressful, not only for you, but for the hijackers too. <laughs> you know what? I actually do... I don't know if specifically hijackers or 9-11, but I always do think, like, God, doesn't it just make you so nervous to have to do something so risky? Like, uh, is it or not? Your stomach and knots? Yeah, like, couldn't you find some other thing that yeah. seemed less, like, stressful than this? Yes, right, exactly. You couldn't take out a loan? Or, yeah, right, exactly. They probably couldn't take out a loan. No. But, like, it seems like there's so many other options. There's also other ways to jip people out of money that doesn't require yeah. you being uh you know i'm always impressed with the like when people pull off some kind of heist type thing yeah. i'm like it does take a lot of planning and yes. skills you have to have some level of intelligence i mean unless you do it in a really stupid way but usually it's like there's so much planning and organization and and, and yes. multiple steps and i'm like if you have this much savvy it feels like you could do this Another and a more productive in a legal yes manner to First actually all, make your life work. They have to delegate, mm-hmm. right? Because they have to hire the 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 van guy. Yes, the guy who knows how to break into a security system. Yes, he's quirky. You need to hire the woman who's Just, tough as nails. Are you basing this off of like Ocean's Eleven right now? Like every single movie that's ever yes. been. Yeah. Got to find a guy to put it all into a montage. Yeah. Oh, you need yeah, a good editor. A good editor, right. Oh, Music guy. And you need also, like, you got to lease this van, so you got to have somebody who, <laughs> like, has legal... Yeah. It doesn't have a crime record. They're going to run a background check. Right. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of moving it's parts. A lot of, it sounds like a It sounds like a... A, a lot of nonsense. It feels like, honestly, I'm not even smart enough to do all that, and I have a degree, a couple of them, and yeah. so... Who is this mastermind? Why can't he just work on Wall Street? Why can't he just live a straight life? Right. You guys are really, really getting it right now. All right. Try to calm other passengers. Listen carefully to any instructions the hijackers or the flight attendants are giving. Mm -hmm. Prepare mentally for being in a living nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Done. (laughs) I'm doing that all the time. I mean, it's kind of like you're going home for family Thanksgiving. Right. You got to prepare your house, prepare yourself ahead of time. Yeah. Try to focus on what you'll do or who you'll see when the hijacking is over. Oh, that's nice. Imagine all the cute shirts you're going to buy at Anthropology. Imagine the chocolate tort you're going to give yourself. Yes. 
right? the whole thing too. The whole thing. You're not just yeah, gonna yeah. eat like a piece and then throw the rest no, out. No, I'm gonna be like, um, hi, I was just hijacked. Yeah. I'm gonna eat the whole chocolate tort. I'm eating it all. I'm not sharing it with anyone. If you're thinking of, if you're thinking about fighting back, mm. maybe go take a hard look at yourself in the bathroom mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze in there. Make sure to lock the, the yeah. door. You work out with one pound weights. You uh-huh. don't know how many more hijackers <laughs> might be on the flight and hiding among the passengers. Right. It could be like toenail oh. clipping baby man. He might be one of them. Oh, oh, oh. Is the toenail clipping guy and the baby man the same man in this scenario or are they two different passengers? Same man to me. Oh, okay. All right. Your attack could trigger a disaster and cost everyone their lives. And do you want that on your little shoulders? No. Danielle. I do not. Okay, so in some cases, you have to fight back. So stick around for step five. Mm. That's right, five steps. Okay. Step two, be invisible. Mm. All right, this is probably easy for all of us. Yeah, I like this idea. I, I became invisible when I was about 38, I think. Oh, 40, right. 40. Yeah, I think I started early. <laughs> <laughs> I, was a, I was like a savant at being invisible. <laughs> I mean, it definitely, I think... I mean, I think all women become invisible when they're 40. Yeah. But mine was easier because I was also carrying eight-month-old twins around oh, yeah, at 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like it was like a super You're just a cloak. blur. It was like, yeah, like there's this one. Um, I don't like to reference any Woody Allen movie usually. Yeah. But like there's one where Robin Williams finds himself becoming invisible. It's like a series of vignettes. It's a movie yeah. that has a series of vignettes. Scenes from New York? Scenes maybe. Because like I think it's, is he married to Julie Kavner? And Anyway, it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. like he becomes invisible. And I was like, I can, I get that. Okay. So you're going to be quiet and try to blend in with the rest of the passengers. Okay. Don't look at your captors and don't try yeah. to make any comments unless it's to calm and reassure your family or someone close to you. Keep your head and eyes down. Don't speak unless spoken to and be docile. Okay. All right. Again, like a kitty cat. Yeah. Oh. Quiet kitty just, cat. Just, just, you know, get in some Z's. Curl up in a ball on your seat. Yeah. And just, you know, take a nappers. Take a little nappers. Um, don't make the hijackers take you as a hostage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. give them any reason. If they pull you aside to interrogate you, uh-huh. be polite. Danielle. Oh. We know how you can behave at airports. Don't be a Karen with the no. with the uh, hijacker. I'd uh-huh. like to see your manager. Yes. The head hijacker. Who's in charge here? Who came up with this plan? Yeah. Doesn't seem very well thought I out. I can for sure see people doing that, though. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Keep your answers short and don't talk about politics. <laughs> Who are you guys going to vote for? Minimize the importance of your job. That'll be easy. (laughs) (laughs) No embellishment required. Nope. And give minor, ordinary details of your trip. If they accuse you of something, deny it calmly and respectfully. Okay. I don't know. What would they accuse you of? Being Jewish. (laughs) I mean, right off the bat. That's one, I'm guessing. Yeah. So just deny it. Deny, deny, deny. Being a, um, you know, capitalist pig, something like that. Oh, yeah. Being American. Being American. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing we're all masters of accents. Yeah. So we can oh, do whatever sure. we want. That's right. Sure. Step three, call for help. If you get the chance. But do it in an accent. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> help. Help. 
(laughs) (laughs) Activate the internet connection on your phone. Try texting 911 or posting on social media so someone can contact the authorities. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about like using Twitter, though, like if you're doing like hashtag we've been taken hostage, because then it's going to be <laughs> if it starts trending, they're going to mm-hmm. be able to trace it back to your account. Like they see it on their phone and then mm. they're going to be able to trace it back to you. Really? In real? They're going to know your name? Good how, point. how would they know? They're going to be like, who's Fluffy Bottoms? Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to give them an accent that made them sound like they were that person. I don't know what that... It sounded <laughs> German to me, so... Okay. That's fine. That's fine. We, we can always make Germans... We can always yeah. make Germans the villain. Who's Fluffy Bottoms? Um, keep your phone on silent. Uh-huh. Make sure nobody's watching you. Okay. Not even other passengers. Remember, uh-huh. they can be working Blend. with hijackers. Right, 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 right. Okay. All right, step four, observe and analyze. Take mental notes about the hijackers, including their height, mm-hmm. their body type. Mm-hmm. You know, are they pear-shaped, apple-bottomed, Sure. hourglass? Are they swole? <laughs> <laughs> Write it down, swole, number two. Okay. Clothing and how they refer to each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Like, right. Maybe, Sam. Hey, bro. Yeah. Oh, they're brothers. Mm, I don't know if that's a leap you could make but in this day and age, but okay. Try to identify if there's a leader. Okay. Like you said, this could be helpful if they escape after the plane lands or if you survive and need to testify during a trial. If you survive. If you survive. This show's Fantastic. called How to Survive, not, not If, if you, you Survive. Right. Oh, that would be a good spinoff, though. Yes. If you survive. Like Rhoda. It could also help you identify who to attack and if you have to fight. Okay. Oh, and... If you have to fight. So you know who to seduce. Right? Does it really say that? No. Oh, you're adding that. I'm adding that because if you know who the leader is, you might be like, are they into 50-year-old unemployed women? Who isn't, Danielle? Okay. Um, Step five. Yeah. Remember we were going to get to step five? I do. Fight for your life. Okay. If a group of passengers tries to coordinate a revolt. Uh Uh-huh. Or if the hijackers make it clear that they are on a suicide mission. Try and get items like beverage cans, alcohol bottles, the food and beverage carts, and other heavy objects to use to barricade and surprise the attackers. That's what they tried on 93. Step six. Yeah. Escape. If the confrontation happens when you're on land or if an assault force attempts a rescue, don't fight. Stay out of the way. Stay low to avoid shots that could be fired. Crawl towards an emergency exit. Try to use the inflatable slides. Since jumping out of the plane could be dangerous. It's and it's a fun end to Aww. like a really stressful situation. It's, you get to go on a ride. How fun, right? <laughs> Knowing like, me, I'd be like nauseated going down it. That would like, be the oh, worst part. Shit. Everything was fine until I had to go down that slide. Exactly. Then I got really nauseous. Oh, here's an important thing. When you run or when you know, once you're out of the plane, run with your hands up. So the yes. authorities don't think you're a hijacker. Right. Okay? And remember from a very, very, very early episode of ours, this is why you wear sensible shoes. Don't on an a, airplane. Yes. Don't be wearing your dumb flip-flops. Or your high-heeled flip-flops. Yes, don't wear high heels on the plane. Yeah. You want those thick, rubber-bottom, sensible, yeah. dorky shoes. Right. Which are all, guess what, in style. Yeah. Hoka's? Yeah. Tennis shoes? Right. I mean, they're the most stylish shoes, and they're, they're, they're so practical. Yeah. The chances of your flight being hijacked are really low, you guys. I know it. But it's still possible, so remember not to panic. Okay. Or as we like to say, remain calm mm-hmm. and don't try to be a hero. 
All right. Okay. Do we learn some stuff? Yes. Do we want to hear about a crazy story? Yes. Oh my gosh, you guys. I, I read a bunch of different stories, but I wanted to find you the best. Great. Obviously, I'm not going to do September 11th because we know that and it's too sad. Yeah. This is, is this an uplifting hijacking story? It's... Or relatively speaking. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay. On May 25th, 2000, PAL Flight 812 departed the Francisco Bangoy Airport in Davio, which is in the Philippines, okay. at 2 p.m., heading toward the Centennial Airport in Manila. It was carrying 278 passengers, three pilots, nine flight attendants, and two cabin crew trainers. One of these passengers, seated in 28G, was named Augusto Lacandula. Okay. An hour and 15 minutes into the flight, as the plane was preparing to land at the Ninoy Aquino International Airport, Lacandula donned on a blue ski mask and swimming goggles, Ooh. took a handgun and a grenade, and pointed the gun at flight attendant Margaret Bueno's head and announced <gasps> that this was a holdup. Oof. Lacandula took Bueno with him as he pushed his way to the cockpit to issue orders to the pilots. He fired a shot into <gasps> the bulkhead. Wait, whoa, that doesn't yes. seem wise. He is not okay. wise. To force the pilots to let him into the flight deck. In the cockpit, he was waving around his handgun in his right hand while the other hand clutched a grenade without its safety pin. Holy shit. Yeah. In the meantime, at the rear of the aircraft, Franz Francis Cabell was told of the situation. The senior flight attendant instructed the cabin crew members to remain calm, Mm. I think he listens to our show. Yeah. While he made his way to the cockpit, the hijacker locked eyes with Kabul, poked the gun at Kabul's forehead, telling him, Mama te teang lahat, which I had to Google Translate because weirdly, Shh, it this, doesn't it's, say it's an, es <laughs> it's an Esquire piece that doesn't translate any of the Filipino. That's really weird. We all die. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why it's too scary. Lakandula had said that his wife had an affair with a Davio policeman. Another eyewitness said that Lakandula had said, I'm just going to read the translation and not all the Filipino because yeah. it's going to slow things down. I did this for the stupid policeman in Davio. Okay. According to Cobble's account, the hijacker said he was doing it for money. Cobble, guessing that the masked man was from Cebu, ventured a conversation in Cebuano saying, You're my brother. Don't let anything bad happen to our flight. Don't hurt anyone. Tell me your problem and I will help you. Cobble says that Lacandula said he needed money. And so Cobble had taken out the cash from his wallet Gave it to Lacandula. He went on the PA system to ask the flight attendants to collect voluntary <laughs> donations. I love it. Voluntary donations from the other passengers, deliberately avoiding the words hijacking or robbery in order to prevent panic. Okay. Back in the cockpit, the hijacker was demanding that the pilots turn the plane around to go back to Davio. So, uh, I'm sorry, it hadn't landed at this point. No. You said it was close to landing. It was close to landing. Okay. So they're like, we can't. The plane doesn't have enough fuel to make it all the way back. So he's like, gets his backpack from his seat. Oh, and P.S., he reeks of liquor. Oh. So he says, okay, take me to Samar. The pilots steer away from Manila, and they tell him, okay, we're in Samar. They're not, but that's okay. what they tell him. He's like, oh. He doesn't know. He's not a navigator. He takes out what appears to be a nylon parachute from his backpack. Oh, no. But some witnesses say the parachute looks like a repurposed tent. Oh, no. Yeah. He asked the pilots to show him how to jump from the plane. Oh, this is really not well thought out. The pilot sees that the parachute doesn't have a ripcord. <laughs> so I think they weren't clear in the story. So I'm not actually sure if this is Lacandula or Cabell, the um, okay. guy that works for the flight. 
uh, the flight attendant, grabs the sash from one of the plane's curtains and attaches it to the makeshift parachute. So that's going to be his ripcord, apparently. The guy knew what he was doing, Cabell later said in an interview. And I was like, is that sarcasm? Yeah. Um, first, he demanded we go down to 10,000 feet. And then he instructed we level off at 7,000 feet. We ended off at 6,000 feet. Then he wanted the rear door to be opened. I'd say it was a planned move. He brought along a parachute. He definitely plans to jump. Lacandula asked for the rear door to be opened, but doesn't realize that opening a door while in flight would cause rapid depressurization inside the plane, blowing out everything near the opening. Okay. When one of the pilots dared voice an objection... Lacandula supposedly said, open the door or I'll blow the stewardess's head off. My family is gone. I will take revenge. I need money. All right. I think that's rude. Cabo volunteered <laughs> to take the hijacker to the rear. And Lacandula walked with the steward the grenade, with a grenade pressed to Cabo's neck. Jesus. And the handgun jammed up to his ribs. Passengers were instructed to look down. When they got to the back, Cabo opened the door. He's being tossed around, Kabul is, and he holds on to a harness for dear life so he doesn't get sucked out of the plane. Yeah. He says to the hijacker, all right, come on. It's jump time. You know, go go ahead. All right, so Mr. Big Man. Lakandula tries to jump out, but the wind <laughs> traps his body half outside the plane no. and half inside the cabin. No. And he's stuck like that, like a, like a Simpsons cartoon. Like Unbelievable. I feel like this has got to be on an episode where Homer's stuck half in and out of a plane. Like Cab- half of his body yes. is okay. So it's like the front of him like is in leaning. the plane, okay. and his back is in the outside the plane. I think. I mean, that's how I'm picturing okay. it. I'm okay. picturing his fo- his legs and his arms inside the plane, and his butt is sticking out. Oh, the back. I see. Okay, okay. But it could be anything. Yeah, that's sure. just how I'm picturing it. So Cabell sees that while the handgun is gone, the hijacker still clutches the grenade. Uh huh. So Cabell makes a split s- s- second decision, pushes Lacandula out. Of the Love plane. It. Okay. Lacandula's hijacking of PAL Flight 812 was compared to the legendary mystery of D.B. Cooper. Right. Which is the story I'll, I'll, I almost told, but I feel like a lot of people know this one. Whose 1971 hijacking of a Northwest Orient Airlines flight ended with him parachuting off the plane mid-flight with a <laughs> bunch of cash. Many believe that Cooper went on to enjoy his stolen money since his body was never found. Right. Actually, only recently, the FBI investigators claims that they finally cracked the mystery of his identity. I think there's a documentary about it, too. The same cannot be said oh, about no. Lacandula. Soldiers recovered his remains three days later, <laughs> buried in the mud about 70 kilometers south of Metro Manila in the village of Labak in real Quezon. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. They speculate he likely survived the fall only oh, to drown no. in the mud. Oh, wow. He left behind his gun and one shoe aboard Flight 812. <gasps> his older brother, Rani Chua, told the authorities that Reginald, this, his real name is Reginald, had always wanted to go skydiving. <laughs> There's gotta be a better way. Jumping out of PAL Flight 812, though, was his first and last attempt. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so his plan was just take whatever money people have on them? That was, like, the big... I mean... I don't actually know that he had a very well, I mean, thought out plan. This, like he had this tent thing. He had his homemade parachute, right? He had a grenade. <laughs> he had a gun, and he had booze in his system. Yeah. So he was right. Okay. He might have had a mental illness. Wow. He so had a, obviously they were able to shut the door. Yeah. After he jumped out. Yeah. But it didn't blow everything. Like they were okay. Yeah. Wow. 
Holy shit, that's so scary. I would just think it would suck everyone out of the plane. Yeah, especially the the steward who's yeah. with him. He was able to to stay. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Great story. That was a crazy... I mean, there's there's a lot of really interesting hijacking stories yeah. out there, like about planes being hijacked for weeks. Really? Yeah. Of, just like they, they get them to land and refuel, refuel and go back and keep going and like... I want to read that book. They're really crazy. Yeah, I think that book would be really interesting. What's it called again? It's called... Hold on one second. Because I'm going to read that, I think. Let me go to the top. It's called... The Skies Belong to Us by Brendan I. Kerner. Okay, The Skies Belong to Us. Okay, great. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting time. Oof, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was in fashion. It was very, very. They were there was even a funny, like tongue in cheek piece in Time Magazine in 1969 that was like, "How to survive." It wasn't called "How to Survive," but like, "What to do if your plane is hijacked." That was like, so here's all the things you should do, and it was kind of like remain calm and you know stay in your seat and don't fight the attackers. Uh-huh. And then like a guide for if you end up in Cuba that was like <laughs> wear sunblock and oh, enjoy the hilarious. rum because it was like basically if you get hijacked you're gonna end up in Cuba, but enjoy yourself. Oh, my God. I, I have to read this book. Okay. I know that wasn't from the book, but I just, it sounds so interesting. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess the only thing left to do right now is to take a break. We have we'll to. be right back. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, Danielle. Christine. So, not you, did you? No. Whoa. Neither of us went to the bathroom. This Uh-oh. is groundbreaking. It's really weird. I, don't I mean, I do have to go to the bathroom, but I just didn't go. So you're just gonna hold it. I think I'm trying to prove something to myself. I can. I still got it. I still got it. I still got <laughs> pelvic floor muscles. Oh, I can jump on a trampoline. Sure. Hey, what? <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? What did I do? I've had coffee. Let's bring in our guest. Okay. On the first half of the show, we talked about how to survive a hijacking, and now we're going to talk about how to survive your birthday being on 9/11 with. Daisy Gardner! Yay! Yay! So I know Daisy originally from stand-up. Uh, you might know her from her online activism f- against the stupid California school boards that are full of shit. We'll get into that. But you may know her as the showrunner of Single Drunk Female. She was also a writer on Get All This. Get, like, just prepare to be jealous. Ready? Yes. Silicon Valley, Goldberg's, 30 Rock, and every probation officer's favorite show, World's Dumbest. Yeah, TV. I, is the World's Dumbest, was that like about criminals who make mistakes? It was about everything. There were definitely like World's Dumbest criminals. There were World's 
dumbest drivers, which was just literally commenting on car crashes. (laughs) (laughs) Was there footage of the car crashes? Yeah, it was. They would get footage that seemed banned in America, like from like (laughs) India or Russia. And like most of your jokes, you'd stay up really late and you'd write like the perfect joke. And then the the thing they'd use would be like, "Uh oh, he's heading for that tree. And then like um, and put like a little cartoon over you. Got to be honest, that does sound like the most fun job, though. It was so yes. fun. Don't, for some reason, don't a lot of cars in Russia have cameras that face out? Yes. They do, so, right? Maybe that's why all the footage was from Russia. Yeah. I just don't a know. general car, you mean? Like, yeah. Uh, all cars just are having cameras on I've, them? I just know I've seen a lot of these things you're yes. talking about, and they're from Russia because they have a dash cam facing out. I don't know why. I, mm. I have no idea why. Anything featuring alcohol, a terrible car crash, yes, or a giant brawl, right, came to us from Russia. Love Ooh. it. And there was so much footage. They must have just had a dude over there, and that was his I job guess. procuring that footage and or causing it. Oh, maybe it was the Kremlin, Sergey, doing a Sergey. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a lot of nonsense. What are you up to? That Elon Musk is involved in now. We take it. You know about all this, right? The Elon Musk. He made it so that the Ukrainians, like they, they use his what is it called, the Link Starlink, Starlink, which is I guess what a communication uh, online thing. He he basically took over the war. Yeah, he was t- like, yeah he like single handedly was like, no, I'm not going to let Ukraine um, attack Russia on this particular thing. I'm going to like take down their comms, their communications, because he's pro Putin. I don't know. Oh, that's not surprising. Yeah. You know what I got to stop doing? I got to stop reading less about his like baby mama drama right. with Grimes, uh, Grimes and then yeah. the other woman. And she's text. She's on social media saying, you know, she and I are all good. We talked and we all we both know. And I'm like, how does he have this many women? I don't know. Willing to have babies with him. I don't know. When don't he already it. has another woman that has like 10 kids with him. And those kids don't even want to talk to him. It's because he's so hot. This. Oh, you're right. Look at him. Yeah. This is like gossip that I can't reveal the source. Shit. Okay. Um, but one of my favorite things is like one of Elon's friends uh, revealed that Elon kind of was just poking around, just seeing like how close he was to his family. Like, could you <laughs> be away from them for some time? And it just seemed like a whole test of like, Will you abandon your family and go live on Mars with me? I just um, need someone to live on Mars with me. Wait, like, he that was, was the interpretation. He was trying to find a particular person? Yes. Like one of his buddies just like kind of poking and being like, but I mean, you could be without them for a while. Oh, right? my God. You see, he wants to go live on Mars? Yeah. Don't you think he'd be more comfortable there? I think he would because he has so many kids and that's got to be such a pain in the ass I mean, being I don't on he, Earth. I don't think he, he has them? a lot to do with them, though, right? I mean, Well, one of them doesn't talk to him, at least. For sure. I know that one of the things that I was not surprised at all to hear was Grimes revealing that he was taking photos during her cesarean and sharing them. No, with people and she was like I didn't understand why he was doing that and I was really bothered by it like that's in the new you know there's this new big giant book coming out about him from the guy who wrote the um, the other book about the other guy Steve Jobs thanks I don't know names anymore and I was like yeah that sounds very much like something he would do and then be like why don't you want me to do that I don't get it I'm a robot my 
my favorite thing, like I read an article or profile of him and Grimes a while back, and like he just said to Grimes, "Are you just like a character in my simulation?" <laughs> no. And I was like, "Buddy, you are a character in someone's simulation. Yes. Like you are not a real person." Like, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> like, he said, "Is that supposed to be, be romantic for him to say that?" I think it was just deep. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was deep. Um, and then, do you want to at all talk about the the sort of online stuff? The oh, I could okay a little just, bit, just real quick, yeah. just real quick. I would just say there's kind of a crazy attempt in California, um, which is GOP funded, to astroturf school boards in literally every single district. So explain what astroturfing means. It means that all of a sudden you're showing up to a school board meeting and you're like, why is there a guy in a paramilitary <laughs> uniform screaming at me that I'm a groomer? Right. Like, where did this person come from? And I'll tell you, they came from the Leadership Institute or Turning Point USA mm-hmm. or all of the training organizations who are kind of like trying to find people to rile up locals and create a coalition right. who then attack the school boards, make a big stink over something. Trans kids are ruining Trans the planet. Trans kids are ruining right. the planet. They're teaching CRT, whatever right. whatever gains traction in that particular district. And then the goal is to flip the school boards, to put like the big extremists and evangelicals onto the board. So they do things like Chino Valley did, which... Um, Sonia Shaw, who is a card-carrying Moms for Liberty member, uh-huh. uh, was able to get this policy passed at Chino Valley, which basically says if anyone is even thinking that they're trans, you know, for a week and says that to a school counselor, like, what if I'm trans? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to call their parents right away. Right. And so... And that's in Florida, too. That's the Isn't that the law in Florida right now? I don't know what the laws in Florida are. I know that they've passed um, multiple... Xerox copies of these in California, and they're trying for more. Like tonight, in Kern County, there's one. In Redondo Beach, there's one. They've passed it in Marietta and Temecula. Orange County's passed it. And oh yeah, oh USC passed it last week. Um, this is like what they were doing in Glendale recently, where it basically turned into a riot. Yeah, it's right? the mm-hmm. same crew. It is SoCal <sighs> Parent ridiculous. Advocates and uh, Gays Against Groomers and Blexit. Gays and Against Groomers. Yes, they're wild. Are they really gay, or are they just pretending that they're gay? There's, they're. I guess there's, there's, there's they're a, gay. a niche for they're any. Just you're like, right. the Republicans will pay you so much money Jesus. if you're willing to go. You know what? As a lady, I think it's fine to right. discriminate against ladies. Right. Or like yeah. speaking as a black person of yeah. blacks for Trump, yes. like you will get a fire right. hose of money poured at, like on right. your feet. Um, so gays against groomers are a group that is very against trans people mm-hmm. in general um they got in trouble in wisconsin for marching with neo-nazis at a pride parade <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> like they're not, they might not be great god <laughs> do they know they were marching with neo-nazis yeah oh um they and you, then, you know and then after they walked it back a little and it uh-huh. was like a, oh i guess that was a little too much uh you know like before they were like we're marching in a coalition that shares our values right. and you literally we didn't know they were neo nazis we thought they were old school nazis <laughs> well you know what if, if, if there's yes. anything nazis love it's a gay guy <laughs> they so love them they love them well you should follow daisy on twitter which is what i do and that's how i learn about all this stuff because she is really good on reporting i mean not reporting but like posting about it from a personal perspective but also like here's articles and then i read the articles and so i 
get a little more educated. But let's uh, touch on something lighter, which is 9 11. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay, so your birthday is on September 11th, it, which means it was yesterday. Happy birthday! Yeah, happy yay. birthday! Did Thank you do anything fun for your birthday? Um, I, you know what? I've learned not to throw a party on 9 11. <laughs> Like, right, I guess. It's they're never well attended. No. It's so, just somber affairs. Um I treated myself I went to Nordstrom's. I used a gift card from Christmas. Nice. Um, I had like a cupcake at Sprinkles. I had a lovely day. These sound great. like yeah. this sounds like all good stuff. Yeah. I approve of all of this. Yeah. So okay, so <laughs> I guess get into your story, however sure. you like. Sure. First of all, I just want to say I just heard the hundred episode. Um, oh, episode. oh, thank you. And, like, oh. Coming in after that, like, just to <laughs> plain to tar It is a podcast 9 11 after Andy Daly. I was like, oh, Christ. Um, so I will say, first and foremost, uh, content warning 9 11. All right. Right. Yes. That has been said. Sure. Um, on. 9-11-2001, I was with my friend Chip, who you know. Chip, Chip Pope. Chip Pope. Okay. Um, and was hanging out, and all of a sudden, like, my phone rang. And I kind of had, like, like that night I had had, like, early morning, like, weird dreams, like, about friends in Boston. Um, huh. Which was odd. And it turned yeah. out, in fact, those were the people I knew affected. But um, my phone rang, and it was Daily Hager. Uh-huh. And she uh, she was like, we're under attack. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, And, you know, like, so that whole day, like, everything yeah. is awful. Yeah. Everything is terrible. You don't know what's happening. Like, at my job, um, my boss, Jonathan Frakes and Lisa Olin, um, Riker from Star Trek. Uh, yeah. I, our connection. Yeah. What did you work on with Jonathan Frakes? I just worked at his company. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're in I, L.A. at the time. Um, I was in LA at the okay, time. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I always, I'm always like, oh, of course, yeah, Star Trek, right. Danielle. Um, but Paramount was like, do not come in because you know, the most important target <laughs> is the Hollywood studios. Like, right. <laughs> like everyone was sure, yeah, that there was one target, and yeah. it was going to be like. Universal City, yes, or or <laughs> the, that's next. That's next. Like after the Pentagon, after the Pentagon, one yeah. place to 100%. go. They're going after Hollywood, the yes. Gower lot. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I mean, uh, Jimmy tells the story of being in a building in Century City. I guess shortly afterwards, and they were like, you know, this building was built by the same architect as the. <laughs> Twin Towers, and we had to evacuate that day. <laughs> like, I don't think they're going after yeah. the architecture. They, that's yeah. <laughs> they hated that architect. They just wanted that architect. Everything he's done, right? So oh, you were supposed to go. Secret in- story of nine eleven. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're uncovering <laughs> big <laughs> secrets here. Forget Building Seven. It's all about the architect. I hate him. I hate um, that guy. Such basic lines. Okay, so you were supposed to go into work. <laughs> I was supposed to go into work. I did not, and instead I went over to Daly's house. Daly is another writer slash comedian. And um, there were just like four sad birthday presents there. No. And I didn't know what to do. Like, do you open them? <laughs> like, do yeah. you open, open the presents? Doesn't feel right. And we all just sat there like super depressed. And then we were like, you know what would be good? P.F. Chang's. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, and there was like this very sad birthday <laughs> attempt. <laughs> 
oh, to like no. garner support. Excuse me. <coughs> there was this very sad birthday attempt yeah. to garner support to go to the Beverly Center <laughs> to eat at P.F. Chang's. Oh, my God. Um, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't a busy day. <laughs> You didn't have to wait for a table at all. Did not have no. to wait for a table. So wait, were these the plans you had? Had 9-11 not happened? Is this what you were supposed to do? You were supposed to go to Dailies. You were supposed to yes. open presents and go to P.F. Chang's. Yes. Okay, so that was already all planned. That was already all planned. With other people or just you two? Nick Stuller showed up to P.F. Chang's. Okay. And it was like me, Daily, Chip, and Nick. Okay. And um, I just remember like no one could talk. <laughs> Everyone was in a state of shock. <laughs> like everyone was crying and angry and upset and fearful and all of a sudden the guy came over with the various things you need to make the pf chang sauce at pf chang's they used to make a sauce they don't anymore yeah but they used to come to your table and they'd get out a little dish and they'd go to town and nick like it was the thing that broke nick (laughs) and he was like no 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 don't make the sauce (laughs) don't make the sauce oh god he's got the soy sauce out Oh God! And then, like, like we could see the vinegar coming, and we could see the hot sauce, and we could see it all getting dumped in a bowl. And I just saw like my friend just fucking losing it, like, and that was the thing that pushed him over the edge about nine eleven. And um, it's amazing. Like it was just like holding in all the tension from the day, and then just like trying to shoo the waiter away. And we couldn't shoo the waiter away, and we got attacked by the waiter doing the oh, sauce. It's like an explosion of sauces. Just an explosion of sauces. And I just remember sitting there, like watching Nick lose his <laughs> fucking mind. And um, I was like, "Oh, this isn't a good birthday." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would just say, like every year after that. It proved to be very similar. Oh, okay. Um, I think the next year I was like, hey, does anybody want to hit up a memorial and then maybe we can go to the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> like, I love that your birthdays always involve upscale chain restaurants. Yes. This okay. was the Cheesecake Factory in Brentwood. Oh, um, cool. I Super would say upscale. the next okay. year. Yes. Yes. Um, and are you, is, is Daly like, um, it's her birthday if you could bring out. <laughs> A piece of cake with a candle. Not two candles. No. Just, <laughs> just one candle. Make sure it doesn't fall over. No, no singing. No singing. <laughs> no, but on a side note, when you're at, in a writer's room, my boss, Andrew Gerland, Googled um, 9-11 cakes. No. Yeah, there are some. They Like all- that are supposed to be commemorative? Yes. Oh. And they all unfortunately feature, you know, like how you can put, you can buy like little Disney princesses or whatever. Yes. They all feature Jafar. What? what? Oh! Because he's Middle yeah. Eastern. It could not be more racist. It could not be... So it's be... supposed to be funny? It, I don't know what they are. That's insane. Like, why are people buying those cakes? Are they shaped like the Twin Tower? Like yes. 9 yes. One, one, 11 yeah. And yeah. The tw- I don't know. But then know Jafar is... Who's buying those cakes? And what are they for? I think I'm... they're for your birthday, Daisy. <laughs> I think they're 100% for your birthday. I think you've been missing out. Oh, my God. God. And so, I I mean, that's, it kind of has been that for 20 years. <laughs> um, but, like, a, I've, I, the Cheesecake Factory mem- slash memorial okay. at a synagogue. Um, <laughs> like, that year I was like, okay, I have to stop. <laughs> I can't conflate these two events right. yeah. anymore. Like, this, I have to separate and I have to do 
a thing. And the thing I learned is you have the birthday party three weeks later. Three oh, weeks? Two wow. to three weeks. Okay. okay. And does that, and do pe- so people don't. So actually, they don't really. They don't get it. No one's, because 9-11, like I used to cry every year and I was like, is this about my own mortality? Right. Like, is this my birthday coming up and I just have feelings about being alive and uh-huh. dying? I don't know. And then I was like, no, I just hate 9-11. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people, people hate 9-11. They hate it. Yes. Not, they hate it. They do not like it. Yeah. I'm going to hate on 9-11. Yeah. And do not open the internet. On 9-11, do not, you can read the, the memorials, you can read the, like, all the first person accounts, you can do that, but you just have to not do it on your birthday. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So is that the kind of thing where ever since, whenever someone asks you for your, what, what's your birthday, like, you you know, I just need it for this form, or what's your, is it like, do you like pause every time you have to tell someone your birthday? I don't pause, but I do get mad when someone goes, oof. Yeah. Like, I don't enjoy that. I'm like, yes, I'm aware. Oof. Like, like I think positive things happened as well. Like, I exist. Yes, so there, you, there go. you go. There you go. It doesn't, maybe you th- associate it with one thing, but I associate it with. You know, a lot of hat things happened on 9 11. <laughs> a lot of things. Yes. birth. Oh, my God. Um, and didn't, Garen, didn't you say it's also your dad's it's birthday? My dad's. Wait, so what does birthday. he do? Yeah. Well, yesterday they were going to his sister's house for a meal, I guess. And my extremely, this is like a tangent, but my extremely homophobic and transphobic aunt got on, like, like I called this happy birthday. She got on the phone. What are you up to? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm on my way to work. Blah, blah, blah. All right. I'm going to go. I'll let you guys go do what you're going to do. Okay. We love you. My aunt said, well, we love you. I'm like, all right, goodbye. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell a monster that I You're love right. you. Yeah. Oh, no. What are you doing? No. She bought that cake. She probably did. <laughs> she did. She we know. She's one of those people who have that picture She'd get of, that cake. of she would get the Trump cake. with Jesus putting his hands on his no. shoulders. The she one that sometimes that? is actually Charles Manson that people yes. photoshopped. Oh. She posts that shit. Like, that's, she's a big, huge Trump supporter. She's a nut. Yeah. We love you. Ugh. Oh, God. So she says she loves you even though she hates your, your way. Yeah. Mm. Okay. She posts that shit all over Facebook, and I, I tried to, I added her because I was ready to go. Like, this is gonna happen. We're gonna fight right now. And then she didn't add me back for a year. Like, so now do you know. post? You comment on her stuff? She hasn't posted anything that I've noticed because I don't really go on Facebook actually oh. much anymore anyway. But okay. I'm waiting for it. I'm gonna see it once, and that'll be mm, it. Wow. <sighs> She's gonna have her own 9/11. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna just be social you. media nine eleven. Uh, right. Yeah. Wow. So okay. So, and do your kids do anything for your birthday? Do they like? Um, they say happy birthday a lot. Uh-huh. You know, they make me a card. That's sweet. they pretend they shopped for the gift with right with my husband. Right. Like it's very nice. Like one year we did like a Disneyland trip <laughs> near my birthday, but not nine eleven. Not on nine eleven. Okay. But again, it's, might be kind of good day. day yeah, to go. might be less crowded. Maybe it's that less might be a crowded. Day. Yeah, not just bad. don't go on the Tower of Terror. I oh, know it's a target. It's a target. <laughs> it is a target. <laughs> Daisy, this was so great. What? A, oh my God, it's so funny. It's so tragic. And I funny. know. What a great story. I love but it. Also, sorry. Yeah. Aww. Also, it's oof. So nice to see you yeah. guys. You too. So Congratulations on 101 episodes. Oh, thank, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And we'll be right back with What Did We Learn Today? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Christine? Yes? Are you ready to learn what we learned today? I can't wait. Ben Affleck is extra attractive at homoerotic ancient-style sporting events. (laughs) I'd buy that. Yes. Yeah. But you know who'd be even more handsome at those? Who? Colin Farrell. Did I tell you when we saw him? No. I didn't tell you? No. Wait, they they did it as How did you not open the show with this? Yeah, because they did it as a celebrity sighting on uh, Never Not Funny, but on Oliver's birthday, we went to go see um, Gary Glenn Ross at the Los Feliz movie theater, mm-hmm. and there he was. First Jimmy saw him. And he was in the same movie yeah, as you. Yeah, Where by was himself. He? <gasps> Sitting. We never saw him in the, this is what was weird, we never saw him in the theater. Jimmy saw him in line at the concession stand, mm-hmm. and like even from the back was like, that's a famous person. Mm-hmm. He was wearing one of those like headbands that soccer players wear. Oh yeah, like, I talked Jimmy about it Tart. in one of our newsletters. Oh, right, right, right. You um, had a headband sighting. Yeah. Oh, so then, <laughs> so mad. So then, um, and then we were we never found him in the theater. So then, when we were leaving the theater, you didn't walk up and down the aisles. <laughs> That's what I was done. <laughs> well, it's such a small theater; like it would have been probably there's no aisle; like it's just long, long rows. Yes. So then, um, Jimmy and I went to the restroom, and Oliver didn't. And then he saw him walking past, and was like, "Dad, that was definitely him. I saw him." And I was like, "God damn it! I didn't have to go to the bathroom. Why did I go to the bathroom?" Then we went outside, walked to our car, and then we passed him. And I intentionally walked in front of him so I could get a little gander. And how did that go? Were you excited? How did he look? He looked cute. I mean, he had his phone down. He was looking at his, I mean, his head down. He was looking at his phone. But yeah, yeah, Colin Farrell looked cute. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. That was cool. Interesting. Okay, on the NBC series Wings, two brothers Joe and Brian Hackett run a one-plane commuter service from a small Nantucket airport. Along with Joe's on and off again girlfriend, uh, Crystal Bernard, uh, there are more hilarious and eccentric characters to work out of or at the airport. It ran for eight seasons. How? Uh, in, starting in 1990. Wild to think that Wings has eight oh, seasons. I thought I was younger when that was on, and I totally forgot about Crystal Bernard. What was she on before that? She was on It's a Living. That's what I remember. That's what I remember her from. Yes. Um, And she was in a really bad movie Oliver and I watched on uh, Mystery Science Theater or something. I can't remember what it was called. Country singer for a minute. Yeah. In the late 60s, early 70s, hijacking a plane was basically like stealing a cab. You got to get where you need to go. Mm -hmm. Why no liquids on a plane? In a few words, it's to prevent terrorism. Airports set limitations on the amount you can carry with you because they can't accurately identify the type of liquid inside bottles by only using their security screening equipment. I mean, I got that. I just didn't know, like, why is it specifically three ounces or whatever it is. All right. Recent hijackings include, oh, sorry. Recent hijacking locations include Russia, China, Bangladesh, Libya, and Egypt. There was also one in Alaska. Really? Yeah, it was a smaller, I think, a commuter mm. chat or something. How do they, they just don't do it with a gun? They do it with some other weapon or something? I, I, that's Maybe when it's small words. airports, yeah. it's also not quite yeah. as stringent of security. 
Why won't anyone consider the stress the hijacker is experiencing? The pressure is immense. <laughs> Your best chance of surviving a hijacking is to be a 40-year-old woman. <laughs> I don't get it. Why is that? Oh, Invisible. because no one can see you. Yeah. Right. Don't worry. When all is said and done, you get to ride the slide. Yay! Yay. An estimated, ah, an estimated one million Russian motorists have installed ga- dash cams in their cars. Though some of them capture things like the 10-ton meteor that exploded in the atmosphere last year, the cameras are popular for just one reason, ensuring justice when it comes to proving accidents on the roads. Oh. So maybe, like, they don't trust the justice system in Russia. I don't know why. So they need proof. That probably makes the most sense. Oh, that's so interesting. You'd think it it seems like a very American thing to do, though. I feel like, honestly, I'm going to... Just put this out there. Yeah. Any person who is not white should have a camera in their car. Yeah, that's a good point, too. They should just come standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of cop cars seem to have that, right? Because you often see their dash cam footage. But I also think that any person who's not white should have that. Yeah, that's a problem. I feel like they should just be gifted that. They shouldn't have to pay for it. Right. should just come with their car. Yeah. Yeah. It should just be a gift from the government. Mm-hmm. Like it just comes in the like you know we got free COVID tests for a while right they should just get free cameras yeah. for their cars that's a good that's I'm just gonna put that plan. out there I, I like know it. it's risky for me to say that you're you're so, I'm putting myself so out edgy. there I'm so I'm so edgy guys um I want to thank our listeners yes, for listening absolutely and the ones that came to the show big thanks to thank them. you they're they like us more than the ones who didn't come that's true um and they proved their loyalty they proved it. And uh, they're going to get a gold star from us. Mm-hmm. A literal gold star we're going to mail to them. Oh, how nice. It's part of, it's out a, of gold? Yeah, it's a gold bar mm-hmm. in the shape oh, of a star. So it's not it. a bar, but it's a star. Um, thank our Patreon, listen, Patreon listeners. Thank you, Patreon listeners. We have listeners. some names we're going to list next week because we ran out of time this week. Right. And uh, so remind me, guys. We will. Some letters coming. Yes. Send us more. We love letters. We love letters. Absolutely. Anything else we need to say right now? think so. One thing. Yes. Remain Remain calm. calm.